Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is, um, it's funny. It's funny. Um, it is actually a thing that's important to me, and I'm part of being a part of the, the Ignite Lincoln event and a lot of the foundations and nonprofits in this area. Um, what I found out is that there is a there's a very strong chemistry that exists, and it's just not talked about a lot, and it's absolutely intriguing to me. Uh, Gene, if you would please, this event again, twelve presenters. Um, give the folks a little bit of some of the other folks who are going to be there. Let's give them uh, their flowers now. Let's 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 announce them and let folks know that they're going to be a part of what we're doing. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> give you an example. Of course, you have the, the two young ladies here that are going to be speaking. Um, but we they have- both smile when you said that. By the way. <laughs> 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 They're both younger than us, <laughs> so they're young. Uh, but we have Rachel Barth, you know, with the Lincoln Airport, and she's going to talk about taking flight, the power of local engagement at the Lincoln Airport, because the airports had some some big highs this summer, and then they had an amazing low when Redway pulled out. So, so she's going to talk about the importance of us being engaged. Uh, Sam Stetcher's going to uh, how to take the random out of random acts of uh, kindness. Uh, Sam's one of my people. Sam is uh, anybody that speaks about connection and, and kindness. And Sam speaks it and then lives it out loud. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm looking forward to his presentation. Yeah, yeah and he actually has started a new position. Uh, so have to learn more about that. And Mark Bielek, uh he's going to talk about work is good therapy or lessons my father taught me. Yay, fathers. <laughs> What'd you say? Yay, fathers. Yay, fathers. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Mitzi Nannan, uh, she is living with terminal cancer, but such a positive person. And she has made up her mind she is going to live all the way through till whenever wow. uh, she's called home. And her title is called Can I Live With It? Because she says, you know, when all these things are happening, you know, my teeth are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I live with it? Well, yeah. And she just, uh, anyway, so just an amazing story. I'm looking forward to that. Katie Lou Hotson talks about being a plus size woman and owning it, you know, and, and promoting health and beauty, no matter what size you are. So that's going to be a fun one. Amanda Fairley is going to talk about being confident, the confident you. Uh, oh, I see right here. There's a Derek Pearson. <laughs> I don't know how that guy got He's in. He's going to talk about my dear friend Stan. And uh, uh, I think you know that story. I, I don't think that folks I, know. I know the story. Yeah. Uh, uh, you had what did you say? Twenty-seven blood. Clots? Twenty-seven blood clots and a saddle embolism. And, and uh, yeah, there's there's you're sitting. 
we're all we're all miracles. Yeah. Um, we forget that sometimes, but uh, Stan is my constant reminder that uh, we need to honor today because tomorrow ain't always promised. It isn't. It isn't. Uh, and Jason Whitmer is going to speak about it takes a community, and uh, and he's had an upbringing. I, he went through the foster system mm-hmm. and whatever to get where he is, and and uh, and uh, he'll have an outstanding story to share. Jeff Martin is going to talk about the world of hypnosis. He's not going to hypnotize us, right? No. Like, we're not going to end up barking. Like, we're not going to. <laughs> I guess we'll I, No. Yeah. He, is, he is not that kind of hypnotist. Okay. I just need to be sure. You no, know. no. He's yeah. not going to try to get the audience to bark or yeah. make weird noises yeah. or anything. But he is going to share what, what uh, he feels is... Uh, uh, real hypnosis because it, it can only happen when according to him if people want it to happen and then if they use it in a good way uh, he helps people to stop smoking he helps people to lose weight and he helps sports individuals to kind of work through some of their issues so they can perform at a higher level um, so um, looking forward to his talk too Oh, Alan was on last night, Phenomenal and he's got a, a heck of a story. You can probably share more about that, Derek. Yeah, through his battle, um, his friction was identifying how strong he was, um, that he took a lot of scars and finally figured out that those were all lessons. Um, going through the foster system, being able to break down some of the barriers and the, those the, those ceilings that exist in foster care, uh, what it does to the psyche of the, of the children, and then what those children grow up to be, often grow up to be, and then trying to be, as you said, different from your, 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 your recent history and trying to break down doors that uh, seem to, to, to really kind of barrier uh, children in the foster system. And he's traveled the world. And he's rebranded and re-identified himself. And now he's on a real search. Um, we were actually talking last night about finding out who his father was, um, which is a thing that resonated with me because you know, I didn't know for the first 55 years of my life who my father was. Um, so just kind of explaining that, yeah, we all carry luggage. We all have those things that are in our heads. And um, as to what Janine was talking about, I'm on the other side that I I actually stalk all of those earlier generation things. I need them. Hmm. I need them. Um, I would give anything. I, I too was a child raised by grandparents and uncles and, and, and aunties. And I would sit in that room in those churches and hear the stories. Mm-hmm. And those stories gave me faith in that. Uh, the world was big enough for me to trust it. Uh, it was good enough for me to trust it. Um, but then not knowing who my father was and finding out late in the game that my father was my father and there's somebody else. But through that, the science behind it jumped in. And now I know who my father was. And I found I've got more family than I, I, I could possibly dream of. Uh, it's more love, luckily. I'm blessed enough that uh, my new brothers and sisters welcomed me in. And uh, they're my people. 
Like mm. they, they look like me and <laughs> they act like me and talk like me. And I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so this is where this comes from. Um, I was raised in a house with eight, with eight kids and I was the only baseball player. And I never understood like, well, what is this? Mm. What is this? Well, it turns out my dad played in Negro leagues. Wow. <laughs> so the universe has some things that it plants in us and yeah. we don't always know why those wonderful quirks of ours exist yeah. but we say they're the seeds of of all of our ancestors just smiling every time mm -hmm. that weird thing about you shows up because mm -hmm. they planted it there mm -hmm. and they want it honored and they want it yelled at um but that's a part of the storytelling that 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 happens in in the events like this because people are going to, to not only share themselves with lincoln but they're also going to help people in Lincoln identify themselves and us. Mm -hmm. Like they're mm -hmm. going to take some of what we mm -hmm. offer that night and they'll leave the room changed because they made a simple decision to come in and listen to 12 people talk mm -hmm. and tell their stories. And we forget that our stories, we go through the stuff we go through, not for us, mm -hmm. but for other people. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing as we do that. Um, Janine, I'll ask you this because it, it, being a writer to me is constantly evolving mm -hmm. for you what thing moves you what is the greatest friction that you've ever faced um i lost my mom in 2005 mm -hmm. i had just turned 24 and my mom died of uh, stage four colon cancer and so boy i'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this gal's speech about who's living with terminal cancer because our family has certainly walked through that that was when the sky fell for, for us and our family. Um, and and it, I watched my dad go through, you know, losing his spouse, which is a very different kind of loss than, mm -hmm. you know, me and my brother losing our mother and uh, just how to navigate that. And she was 57 years old at the time. And um, my husband is 55 mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And that has really caused me to kind of stop in my tracks recently and just kind of reflect on that. I was 24 when she died and everyone around me said, you know, oh, what a tragedy. She, she died so young. And, and I, I thought, yeah, but to a 24 year old, 57 is still, well, you know, she's still kind of old, you know, but now, now I'm in my forties and now I can see how young she really was. And so, um, that was really, I had just graduated uh, from undergrad, um, and I was still trying to figure out what I was going to do. And that's when she was diagnosed. And 13 months later, she died. And I, th I still didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. And so that's why I decided to go to graduate school. And that's how I ended up in Lincoln. Because one thing I knew how to do was be a student. And I thought, well, I'll just go back to school. And um, after she died, spending um, the next year going through all of her stuff in her house. I, I'm the only daughter. And I, so often I find that the burden of the stuff in the house tends to fall to the women in the family. Indeed, It became clear that my dad did not intend to stay in that house for too long. It just tore him up inside to stay in that house. And so before long, he uh, sold our farmhouse and moved into town to a smaller space. And so I was faced with you know, what do I do with all of my mom's stuff? My brother's not going to want it. My dad's, you know, a crusty old farmer. The only thing he cares about is the tractors in the shed and the, you know, he doesn't care about the China and the crystal and the keepsakes and the photos and the, you know. Um, and so at a young age, 
um, I found myself going through all of my mother's things and trying to decide what do I keep? What do I let go of? How do I remember my mom? And what I realized is that, you know, the memory, the memories are in us. The meaning is in us. The relationship is in us. It's not in all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I did what I try to preach to others to do. I kept the best and I let go of the rest. I didn't get rid of everything, but I kept, you know, the best things because I was an unmarried 24 year old living in an apartment. I couldn't keep everything. Um, so I kept the best, let go of the rest. And then um, since then, I just have been reflecting on my relationship with my mother. And the, the hard thing about losing someone is that your relationship with them can no longer change whatever your relationship with them. Uh, it, it is it. what it was, it. right? Yeah. And um, however much you want to change it. And I, I had a was blessed to have a wonderful relationship with my mom. But, um, you know, I miss her every day and I'll never I'll never stop missing her. And no one loves you like your mom loves you, you know, and any any woman who has children know they know that, you know, dads are amazing, but no one loves those kids like a mom loves. And and um, yeah, so that's been the biggest friction in my life is um, recreating um, the legacy that and trying to honor the legacy that my mother passed down to me um, through her and through my grandparents. My mother was an only child and she was also the only grandchild and I am her only daughter. And so there's a whole side of the family there that has a whole bunch of keepsakes and traditions and legacy. It, it kind of weighs heavy, yeah. you know, from that side of the family. And, and I, I just find it fascinating to uh, think about and wrestle with. Jillian, what's, what's the thing that you want people to walk out of Rococo theater uh, next week after they hear you, what do you want them to take away? What do you want them to walk out with? Well, I mean, entitled this um, presentation, your last chapter can be the best. So uh, one of the first slides is kind of referencing to things that people might associate with retirement, maybe a rocking chair, mm -hmm. maybe yeah. a golf course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I want to make it clear to them that... Um, I I had a rough beginning. I had I had something happen to me when I was 14 that changed my life. And then I I went through, I'm I'm not gonna talk about it and I'm not gonna say who, but I went mm. through domestic violence mm. and that's a source of friction. Yeah. And so I could have given up so many times and I refuse to. Yeah. And I'm daring people to not go into the last chapter quietly. Mm. That's what I'm doing. So much of that is is going to be needed. Um, folks that come into a room, um, they're either looking for a memory or trying to create. Yeah. <laughs> and that room is going to be filled with people who take away. And that's the big part of all is 12 speakers walking into a room and trying to leave their imprint. I think there are a lot of, well, I think there are a lot of folks who haven't even totally identified how the last few years have challenged them and or damaged them mm -hmm. of all ages. The whole COVID experience, everything that went with it and, and you know, uh, supply chain and it just, just so many things. Mm -hmm. And I, 
you know, I heard you speak of something and it reminded me as a psych psychology major, there's, there's no argument now. Nature doesn't, it's not nature versus nurture anymore. Mm -hmm. It's both, except that people handle their grief and handle their challenges and handle their friction very differently. Uh, some people stuff, stay quiet, don't feel like they can share anything. And some just explode with all of the challenges. So in hearing stories at a place like this, hopefully, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be some people that want to stick around and talk. Yep. And there's going to be some people who are going to want to run, want to run to, out the door. Because, be because, because be something's going to be triggered. Mm. And uh, triggered is a bad word, but you know, it just, it's just a very different, it's a very different experience for diff for everyone, you know. Friction in space, as a coach, I tell people friction is going to happen, expected. It's what you do in friction that determines what, what's next. And there are people who are idled by friction. They get caught up in the friction. And there are people that use friction to propel themselves forward and up. Mm -hmm. And you, we, we, we cheer people who have figured out how to propel. We haven't figured out how to reach back and regain the people who got caught up in the friction. But that's a part of the, the, the what we're doing. We're reassembling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> takes, yeah. Is, is, can't be rushed. Yeah. It takes a long time. Mm. That, that's one of my slides, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what we're looking forward to. We'll throw it to one more break, and when we come back, we'll get final statements, and then we'll let Gene let you know exactly how to get tickets, uh, what time you need to be there, what the layout's going to be, all of that for Ignite Lincoln 15. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.